Man, it really feels like Dark Souls 3 is right around the corner, unless you're listening to this in the future, in which case we just dated ourselves. Man. But if you are going to be buying Dark Souls 3 online, like a physical copy, uh, please consider going to duckfeed.tv slash tipjar and using our Amazon link there. It's a it's an affiliate type thing, and buying your game or your strategy guide uh, through that will uh, go a long way toward helping us uh, kind of keep the lights on here. So yeah, that is duckfeed.tv slash tipjar. Also, go to duckfeed.tv slash store to check out some new items. We have some premium abject sufferings. We also have uh, some postcards. You can get a random postcard pack. Um, and also check out duckfeed.tv slash shirts where you can vote on uh, monthly designs and stuff like that. Just a whole bunch of cool stuff happening all at duckfeed.tv. There we go. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfire Side Chat. It is a pixelated favorite. (laughs) And this week we are uh, continuing our off-season by talking about Titan Souls, which is an action-adventure game developed by Acid Nerve and published by Devolver Digital for the PC, PS4, and Vita in uh, 2015. I believe there's an Android version as well. It's Acid Nerve, the uh, the developer, not the genre of techno music. Okay, cool. Um, this is a boss rush game, yeah. and it is the story of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it is, um, and this, the idea here is that you have, uh, there are only boss fights in this game. There are 19 titans that you need to defeat, and each have their own patterns and strategies and vulnerabilities. That is your job to figure out. Yes. And so even though this is a top-down Zelda-like game, you really only have one attack. Um, and this uh, this kind of articulates with this bow and a single arrow uh, that you charge up to fire. Um, and then you can either go retrieve it or draw it back to yourself like Thor's hammer. Yes. And, and my favorite kind of moments in this game are where you have to use that or you should use that to kill Titans. Yeah. Um, that was my epiphany moment. Like in the, the you know, three hours I spent with this, the, the my one, that was, that was my moment that I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, this is, uh, so it's a little bit deceptive. So it's kind of um, build as and the demo and everything. And the this was born out of a game jam and uh, feels like it. It was like, what if the idea, if if all the bosses die in one hit and your character dies in one hit? Mm-hmm. Um, so you 100% die in one hit. And the Titans kind of do. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of ways they get around that. And I think the game is at strongest when they're not cheating that. Right. When it's not like you have to shoot it multiple times for it to expose a weak point. Because mm-hmm. then it eliminates the it, what's, what's the thing. You know, it it's like it doesn't die equity. in one point. Yeah, it's yeah. like you've, you've just thrown out your premise. Mm-hmm. And those fights I find, found kind of the most tedious in this game. Um, where you have to kind of soften up a boss. But many of the bosses die in one hit. The trick is figuring out where to hit them and how to make them expose that part of their body. Right. So it's a matter of watching their patterns. Um, And because you can only shoot when you're standing still, um, getting to this position to take your shot involves sometimes doing the the most dangerous thing possible. Yes. Yeah. 
And and it's it's this is kind of where this makes sense. You know, it has souls in the title. Um, <laughs> Dark Souls is a stated influence on this. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of the souls part. Is this uh, focus on boss fights and this idea <laughs> that you have to observe observe and learn a boss uh, before you can actually fight them successfully? Right. Um, is where this why what this is doing on this show. Yeah. Um, um, also, it has a it has a dodge roll. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it has a dodge roll of a type. Um, mm -hmm. and it is, uh, but it's not like there's so many things it doesn't, you know, doesn't do where it's like, it's not, uh, uh there are a couple other similarities too. Like the music only really kicks in with bosses, mm -hmm. um, you know, but it is, you know, it doesn't have RPG elements. There isn't exploration. The storytelling is very slight, things like that. It doesn't have yeah. in common. It's really this boss fight focus. Yeah. Um, what they're going for is this, uh, absolute tiny moment in time and the game does everything in, in its power to underline it which is smart mm -hmm. um is when you actually defeat the boss um because you you've made this one shot you found this kind of perfect shot you make it the the world goes gray the sound like makes a like a very satisfying sound and then goes mm -hmm. quiet yeah and then you uh you draw all the poison out of the boss you you grab it grab its soul um mm -hmm. in a thing that's very obviously like an inversion of the shadow of colossus shadow of the colossus thing right and and so when this works you know, at its best, this game is a fist pump generator mm -hmm. because, you know, you'll do a sharp intake of breath, hold it, release your shot, and then you hit it like, yes, you yeah. know, like just I, I said, fuck yes out loud at several times just because of how narrow victory felt at that moment. Yeah, and and that's I think that's the that's the, the that's what they're going for. That's right. the thesis. That's the the idea. Um, I don't. For me, it's not super successful at that. Um, I mean, I it's not like I my fist remained unpumped. Like I this fist got pumped. <laughs> However, <laughs> you're, I mean, like, you're you're only human. You're not yeah, made of slowly stone. Slowly and yeah, this slowly quickly this fist pumped. But it is uh, uh, the time between that is something we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do my best not to sound like a whiny baby who's not good at video games uh, because I'm actually a very cool, handsome man who is good at video games. So that's so why um, I want to make sure that I'm portraying myself accurately. And, yeah. Yes. Um, and the best the, way to do that is to say so. Yes, exactly. You can, you, I'm, I'm really cool. You just ask me. Um, so the uh, if, one if of the, the things when I talk about that time in between your fist pumps, mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is spent with this kind of this exploration, um, this connective tissue of the game, um, which I think like is really definitely trying to ev evoke this, the quiet moments in Shadow of the Colossus. Mm -hmm. um, it is pretty pixel art that kind of reminds me a little bit of Fez yeah. in the, the detail work. Mm -hmm. Especially um, the mix between uh, 3D and 2D. Yes. And the, you know, the music is very chill during these parts. You're doing a little bit of exploration. There are a couple of uh, little puzzly type things you have to do to get to a, a Titan. Yeah. Um, or just figuring out like how to navigate to them. Right. Uh, some of the some of the entrances entrances are hidden. Uh, yes. Some of them are blocked. Um, but that is uh, kind of few and far between. Most of the time, this is just distance that you have to cover uh, between a checkpoint and uh, whichever boss you want to encounter. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And you can you can take these on in pretty much any order that you want to. And you do not have to kill them all, however, to get the real ending and fight the last boss you do. Yes. Yeah. And unless you do the cheat code that I do for final secret bosses, which is uh, Endurin final secret boss titan souls into youtube which is my, my perennial cheat code for seeing a secret ending boss yeah that requires a lot of stuff i didn't beat all the bosses in this game neither did um I. yeah which i don't i don't feel bad about because you know mm -hmm. um I, I beat the game i got the credits to roll i saw yeah. i saw i played all the bosses and i know the tricks I yeah just, i definitely you know, don't uh yeah i don't have anything else i really want to do with it yeah. the um so as i mentioned before is as a result of a game jam um like a ludum dare or ludum dare i've heard that pronounced a couple L of different L ways ludum dare yeah 
I've, I've heard it. I've heard both ways from yeah. from reputable people. Um, and it was you know originally kind of a Flash thing. I remember playing it back then. Um, however, it got ported to its own engine when Devolver Digital signed on as the publisher, yep. who are the company that published like every indie game. <laughs> yep, and are really great. Like they pretty mm-hmm. much like everything good in indie space seems to come out of Devolver Digital. Yeah, they seem like a cool uh, cool company. For, making for a lot sure, of good like, stuff take, possible. You know, risks yep. on things and. Yeah, I like those guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we already answered a little bit of what this is doing on Bonfire Side Chat. Like this is part of a part of a wave of game that has souls in the title. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that's all it really takes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stay, stay, stay tuned for Soul Suspect. Murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a it's it, it is a stated influence. Right. And there are these rhythm things. But like these holes we're, that we're going to talk about here. Um, you know, in between all of the uh, all the encounters and even holes within the encounters really do make this uh, kind of a source of frustration. We didn't get an awful lot of responses. We're going to, to do the responses that we got at the end of this episode because there's really no time for an appendix. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, like in general, this game is kind of proven to inspire ambivalence in our community. You know, these people who talked yeah. about it um, at best and then frustration at worst. And even even when you look at the kind of critical reaction to it, too, like this game has its supporters, but there's a lot of like I was reading reviews and like there's a couple of things are like eight, it's like eight out, of, eight out of ten kind of on the top end, mm-hmm. you know, and then like six or five out of ten on the low end. You know, not that like a numerical score means that much yeah. in a game review, just that this was kind of my feeling coming away from this was that this was a a game jam idea that didn't need to be developed into a full game oh for sure it uh, like it's just like, it's not a good enough idea mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. and that's just a weird thing to say about a game but like oh the core mechanic of this isn't good enough like it's kind of clever and it, it's so so this you know nothing exists in a vacuum mm-hmm. like i was playing this at the exact same time that one we just did uh dark mouse for check it out comrade mm-hmm. which is another game that takes a lot of like takes even more souls inspiration but misses some essential stuff so I have that on on my brain, and then we also just did Super Hot, which is another game that is has a core concept, but that core concept, like I just wanted more. Yeah. After playing it, I'm like, oh, this 100% supports a full game, and I wish this game was three times as long as it is. Mm-hmm. And I never think that. Like I never want like a two and a half hour game to be six hours, and I yeah. wanted that so bad with Super Hot. Like that concept supports itself. I don't think this one does. Yeah. Um, no, it definitely it, the the concept is definitely overextended. Um, yeah you know and you can tell like there are there are boss gimmicks that repeat and stuff like oh, that yeah. you know yeah it's, it's just it's 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 kind of interesting as just like how much can we explore this one idea but mm-hmm. you know you look at that um whatever that like how you look at art thing where it's like was it what was it trying to do was it successful is what it was trying to do worth doing mm-hmm. um it doesn't i don't think that last bit i don't think it succeeds on that which is so important yeah uh you know yeah so like this probably raises a question we could i I could get to this in the in the summary but i want to say it while it's on my mind um has there been anything that explicitly quotes souls as as a design influence um aside like okay i'm going to disqualify shovel knight because that is yeah because that's because that's shovel knight like is there anything besides shovel knight that directly quotes souls as an inspiration that is successful not as successful as souls um but, but still pretty successful right like successful uh, successful on its own merits not yet <laughs> like other than shovel knight which like definitely does and is one of my favorite games mm-hmm. um not yet yeah. and it makes me you know makes me a little bit nervous for this like wave of you know future yeah. offseason and stuff we have <laughs> like I'm, i really want to play salt and sanctuary and i tier and and the like i think it, they look cool mm-hmm. um but just it's that's the thing like if you get a chance cool mm-hmm. um it is worth your time to play dark mouse yeah. even if you're not going to beat it 
Um, one, because it's not a terrible game. Like you, there's fun to be had with it. Yeah. I, I had more fun with it than I did with this game, but two, it is just such a good expression of like, uh, articulating the things that are, that are really important in dark souls that are missing in something. Mm-hmm. Like if you can play like, you know, it's, it's like looking at a, a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> with random one fourth of the pieces missing. Yeah. You know, it just, it's, it's just, uh, it's really interesting to see that and be like, oh, like, yes, this definitely still looks like, yeah. you know, Guernica, but it's, <laughs> it's, 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 a uh, it's like a messed up, you know, an incomplete Guernica. Right. And, uh, and, and that's, uh, that's what I'm afraid of with these other games where it's just like people, you know, smaller budgets and smaller teams or, mm-hmm. or just maybe the gameplay and that kind of feel of souls, like doesn't translate mm-hmm. to non over the shoulder things. Like I was, I was complaining about Titan souls, uh, on Twitter and I was thinking about it and it's like, uh, one, this is a weird thing to say. I had more fun with Lords of the Fallen than I did with this. Hmm. And that's not, you know, that is not a great game. That's, that's you know, like I, I'm kind of like in, in the world of people who apologize for that game. Like I am probably like an eminent apologist for that game, which right. is a weird place to be in. <laughs> but I'm like out of all the stuff that's coming out, like it's hard for me not to think like, oh, like I wonder if that follow up will be the one to watch because they had if they like listen to the feedback. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they'll figure it out. Like yeah. it's like it's not it's close enough to still be able to get some of these ineffables and they had a practice game to throw away. Yeah. You know, so maybe out of all those like Lords <laughs> of the Fallen 2 or, uh, you know, uh, the the techno space station version that they're making, like maybe that'll yeah. be the one, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. But it's just we haven't had uh, a successor, yeah. you know, and that that's a bummer because it's such an important game that yeah. it deserves to have like an impact. Right. You know, and just, like a good impact. Right. It's just it's just weird that it inspired this movement that has no legs. Yeah. By by all appearances. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, and that, that mileage is gonna vary too. There are a lot of people who really like Dark Mouse. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who like Titan Souls. Um, but neither of those games worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or or did enough to evoke the stuff that I like about yeah. Souls. Um, nor did this evoke the things I like about Shadow of the Colossus. Um, in <laughs> fact, this is like one of the games that is the least like Shadow of the Colossus I can think of. Um, like the only similarity is that there are just boss fights. Yeah. And, and there's long spaces in between, but nothing else that Shadow of the Colossus, which is like one of, you know, a handful of games I consider to be like a masterpiece. That's on yeah. the masterpiece list of Watch Out for Fireballs. Like yeah. it is uh, it, everything that game made me feel that was good. This game failed to evoke or yeah. uh, inverted. Yeah, I mean, there's no sense of majesty or scale in the in the mm-hmm. presentation, and no uh, no uh, emotion. And there's <laughs> no emotion, and it's so frustrating. And mm-hmm. Shadow of the Colossus is never frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like the, the most, I mean, not never, but like you maybe you fall off the Colossus and you have to climb back up. Right. You know that sucks. But you know, Shadow of the Colossus is not about being balls hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about like uh, uh, fail states. Like you can fall like seventy stories in that game and live. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's it's very rare that you actually die and have to restart from the shrine. Yeah, and you in and uh, in, in Shadow of the Colossus, whereas this really is, you know, based on trial and error. That is not just like intrinsic to the encounter. It is. It, it is from the beginning every time. It's Which, walking back to the boss simulator, <laughs> right? Which, I don't play the artwork simulator. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, no more heroes is later. Um, oh yeah, no, we're not actually playing no more heroes. That's Uh-oh. not in a plan. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, like you know, and here here's the thing: like you can walk into the the majority of these boss fights 
and kill them in you know just one shot like really quick like some of these fights end before the music really you know swells up but that figuring it out like the 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 process of doing that you're going to die and run back so many times that it does wear out its welcome it doesn't matter really how close the checkpoint is the fact that it is not just like putting you right back there Mm -hmm. um is it's it is a strange decision to me that seems born not so much out of like care for the player Yes. Yeah. I counted it because people, when we were talked about doing this on Slack and a lot of people got ahead of us, um, they were like, oh, the boss runups are murder. Mm-hmm. And I counted them out. Um, the longest one I think I did was 15 seconds, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's one of those things where like, well, it compounds. It, it is. Yeah. yeah it, it compounds and I'm already frustrated. Mm-hmm. And like Souls does that, right? Like I uh-huh. die in a, a Souls boss and the game doesn't want you to run past the enemies like you can do that you can lose everything but there's always a point in dark souls where like and like this is the same problem i had with dark mouse too where uh you've lost everything mm-hmm. and you have nothing left to lose and that's like such a cool feeling because it's <laughs> really freeing and it's one of the things that's unique to that game yeah so like hey I just, need to, I just need to try to fight this boss how can i get <laughs> to them without engaging every bullshit encounter on the way yeah and that's that's part of my dark souls metric is that like mm-hmm. I, if I'm having a hard time with the boss, I always get to the point where I can just run past everything. Like I just learn the speed run strats, yeah. you know, for that section. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, that you can never really speed up what you're doing here, even if it isn't very much time. Right. Like you can't, you, you know, you can't really dash upstairs. There are several ones where you have to slow down and climb stuff, mm-hmm. which like is maybe kind of cool and explorey the first time. Yep. But just anything repeated that many times <laughs> becomes tedious. Uh, Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll get into it. It's not it's not without merit. Like, I suspect, like, this is probably a good game that I didn't like and didn't have fun with. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably some goodness here, but, like, yeah. there, I, there, I, there I did not have very moments. much fun. Like, like, there, the, the, there are moments, but, like, over, overall, the, the, those feel uh, trifling compared yeah. to compared to just some of the some of the pacing problems, which might be all that it comes down to is yeah. is, is like, you know, pacing and kind of like friendly, you know, friendliness, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It just and how much you um. Like how much you dig these quiet moments because mm-hmm. they didn't work for me. Like yeah. I didn't think it was that pretty or the music was that good that I wanted to be in this world. Yeah. Like the intention probably is to give you a moment to breathe and, you know, just uh, calm your nerves and get back there and think about the way that you failed. Um, mm-hmm. But in reality, like, I mean, for me, it was only like that about 25% of the time. The other 75%, it was like, I just want to iterate as much as I can. You know, and, and like a lot it of just, times, yeah. it, it just was t- time for me to get madder. The I did get madder, and a lot of the times I failed, it just felt like luck, which is like the worst thing that could happen in one of these games. Mm-hmm. You know, like that goddamn Yeti with the the exposed butthole, which one like <laughs> way to way to ruin the grandiose mood you've been going for for the entire game. But <laughs> but two, like there's so many times I sh- I was 100 percent sure I hit that, yeah, like 100 percent sure, mm-hmm. and then just. uh you know, it just didn't work. So I'm just like, what did I even do wrong? Like nothing. I can't, I can't think of the way I should do this differently. I'm just trying again until the stars line up. Right. <laughs> like, so it just felt very luck based, which is like not, you know, I, I've watched somebody speed run this game in 20 minutes yeah. and beat every boss. So I know that there is, it's not entirely luck based, but yeah. the fact that it felt that way, as opposed to in, in dark souls, where like, sometimes there are some things that are luck based, like you can get bad RNG, yep. but it never feels that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least to me. Um, is another big difference in yeah. like a way to do a difficult game. Like it didn't always feel like my fault when I failed, and that's the worst. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, let's get into it. We're gonna go through these bosses. They run together for me too. So don't <laughs> uh, if you. We'll try our best to describe them. But um, 
And we're not going to spend tons of time talking about the just like walking over bridges. No, just like in between things because it's like ah. understand that it is it is is probably sufficiently pretty, and the music and just a general presentation is pleasant enough at first glance. Yes. Yeah. yeah it is. It is inefficient, inoffensive, <laughs> in, so, and so inefficient, inef- inoffensive, and inoffensive. Inoffensive. Yeah. Uh, Inexorable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tell me a little about the plot, Cole. You play as a hero who is looking to gather Titan souls, which are guarded by Titans. They are said to grant the wielder power, that is all. Yes, unless you get to the ultimate ending, Truth, where you fight a different Titan. <laughs> and then nothing. Yeah. Like, And then there's some some runes. Like, yeah. yeah, it is very story light, which, you know, it's again, fine. I'm, I'm fine with story light. But it is, uh, it that kind of story stuff contextualizes exploration. Mm-hmm. You know, like that would have given me a reason to explore these beautiful areas. Mm-hmm. They gave me um, one thing to think about is like I was I was thinking about this and maybe uh, the the ideal user for this game is the kind of person who spent a lot of time like just climbing random mountains in Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yeah. Um, which I didn't do. Like I just tried to get to the the Colossus. I enjoyed the trip. Yeah. You know, I, I like those quiet moments getting there, but I didn't spend a lot of time hunting down lizards or whatever. Yeah. Um, Th- that you know. plot summary was super reductive. Like I know that there is like an important NPC later on then whose dialogue changes and like, you know, recontextualizes like what the t- what the Titans are. But it still does come across as very slight and generic. Yeah. You know, and which, we'll- which it Good. is OK. But again, like if the game is about exploration and kind of this presentation mm-hmm. that it didn't work for me. Right. So you start out in this tutorial area, which kind of walks you through your your uh, different uh, verb sets until you uh, get to this pyramid covered with eye-mounted uh, doors, right? Mm-hmm. These, these doors they have to open by shoot, shooting eyes, which, okay, cool. And you have three bosses that you can go through, uh, go, you know, go to at the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the, the, there's these little hubs. This is kind of setting up the, the pattern for the game of these hubs and then like just a handful of bosses in that hub. Um, so the first one you fight is the sludge heart. The first one you can fight. This is yeah. this is mostly arbitrary. <laughs> yeah, it's it's well, this is the one that's right in front of you though. Oh yeah. This is this is probably the er first boss in the game, like the one yes. that most people fight first. Yeah. Um so sludge heart it, uh, it is a blob that has uh that has a heart inside of it. And mm-hmm. this feels very much like a Zelda mid boss. Oh yeah. Yeah, as you hit it with arrows, it will split into yeah. smaller slimes and they bounce mm-hmm. around, they leave this kind of slowing creep. Yeah around and the idea is you hit the section that has the heart in it enough yeah. to where it eventually exposes the heart mm-hmm. and it's kind of the like the asteroids heuristic where the smaller portions get faster yeah 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 and uh but it's so far so you know it's pretty easy like you just need to stay away mm-hmm. um it's it's not a big deal yeah um and, the, uh, and you're learning but, like you know you, you you're learning kind of the distance that you're effective at like the the, the arrow has just like a little bit of a curve to it um, yeah. as, as, as you shoot it, depending on how you, uh, how much you charge it. So like, you're really getting your feet on, you know, on the ground here. This is one where timing doesn't really matter so much as aim. Yes. Um, so that is, uh, that, that, that is uh, worthwhile to note. It's also teaching you just the basics of your physics, like getting a feel for how long it takes you to draw your arrow, mm-hmm. um, is really important in this game because yep. it's how long you can stay still. You can only draw your arrow while standing still as well as shoot it while standing still. Yep. So uh, once you shoot your arrow, unless you're just going to go gather it manually, you need to know how long am I safe here? Mm-hmm. And this game is a really, or this boss is a really forgiving 
yeah. uh, boss to illustrate that because it moves relatively slowly, even the the small fast ones. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't even seem to like, they don't like make a beeline for you. Right. They kind of bounce in this little zigzag pattern mm-hmm. uh, towards you. So you can, you can get a feel for the physics of the game. Yeah. Uh, there's a nice little like kinesthetic knot here. As you charge up your arrow, it does a slight zoom in um, oh, yeah. to, uh, to kind of let you know. Um, you know, that, that, that you're doing it, it's not enough to put anything important off the screen, but like it is, it is definitely more feedback than just the tiny animation on your sprite. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause, cause we, I don't know if we mentioned that this is one of the smallest characters you'll like control. <laughs> it is, this game is so zoomed out. Yeah. Um, it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I think what they're going for is that scale thing. Like they're trying to just show yeah. how small you are in relation to the size of these things. But um, that doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't work. Like if you just zoomed out Shadow of the Colossus until, <laughs> you know, the main character was as small as this it wouldn't be as effective right. as literally like getting all up in that shit. Yeah. Um, so you beat him, you pull out uh, his soul at the end. It's this very big dramatic moment that I'm sure speedrunners hate. <laughs> and uh, and then you head on over to the next boss we're going to cover. At this point is where it really kind of opens up. Yeah. Um, iCube. <laughs> it's a Soul Reaver puzzle, Gary. It, yep. Uh, which is, is frustrating. So this is the first time I felt like the game didn't do a good job of communicating something mm-hmm. to me uh, because... But so it's it's this is a boss that's in uh oh no no this is the guy I was thinking of brain freeze <laughs> yeah. the other the other ice sounding pun can we talk about brain freeze real quick since I already started segueing into that yes okay brain freeze is a uh, a brain inside an ice cube mm-hmm. and there are these uh, buttons um, on the cardinal directions that set up a fire in the middle right and he's in an ice cube it's like all right well this does kind of violate that one hit thing I don't need to hit him <laughs> once I have to but fine um, and. I spent a long time thinking I need to maneuver him over the fire. Yes. Because at no point do I think that, like, I should be able to set my arrow on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because it's so not disposable, I think, is why I was, like, not thinking that. Yeah. You would only ever shoot it through the fire on accident or just, yes. you know, in, in a fit of explore, or of, uh, of experimentation. Um, most of the time, you are taking your shots, if you're taking your shots at all, especially, I, I think, early in the game, you are taking more shots than you would later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you are going to be shooting at the enemy. So the idea that, like, you would try it, I, I'm not actually sure if there's even a sprite difference when you shoot through the fire? I think there is, but it's super tiny. Yeah. And the thing that was frustrating about this is in order to get to a boss later, mm-hmm. you have to do this trick in a thing that actually does a good job of teaching you it. Oh, yeah. Like if that would have come to, to if that would have been before this boss, mm-hmm. it would have been classic. You know, yeah. like let's show you the trick and then you have to try to use it in an action sequence. Mm-hmm. Here it's, you know, you just you just have to intuit. But that's how you do it. When and the, the frustrating thing is just like having to intuit isn't the frustrating part. The frustrating part is that like it really seems like you just have to maneuver him onto the flame mm-hmm. because he he slides off the walls a lot. Like it seems very possible. As far as I know, it's not though. Right. The the the, the timing just doesn't work out. You have enough yeah. time. You have enough time to close the distance uh, with a fully charged arrow um, mm-hmm. bet- between the flame and the the eye cube or the sorry brain freeze. I'm doing yes. it again. Um, well, but not on the... their stupid pun names in their <laughs> game that's supposed to make you feel things. <laughs> but um, uh, but but they just uh, the flame will turn off by the time it can get to um, yeah. get to the spigot or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So eventually, the the idea is you trick him into uh, hitting one of these platforms. It creates a flame in the middle of the room, and then you shoot through the uh, the flame and hit him, and then that exposes the brain. And you just hit the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, that's easy. Why why does this guy live in a in a room with a flame button? because um, video games like. yeah i know i mean it's just it's it's just silly though yeah. like it just it feels like again it's 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 in some ways it is taking me out of the tone as much as 
the Yeti where you have to shoot an arrow into his butthole. <laughs> like it is just like all the, you're making you know, it sound like the Death Star run. It, it's it's the uh, it's the the camera in Quiet and in Just Five. <laughs> like the, you, you know, the arrow is the camera. Yeah, and the Yeti's butthole is Quiet's butthole, and you just have to get as far up in there as possible. <laughs> um, g- give your give your camera pink eye the, the Kojima way, like um, <laughs> Ko- Ko- Kojima. Kavitis. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself Coach Jim Kavitis <laughs> through a so, but because uh, the Titan again, like the Colossus has all felt like they just lived in a place, mm-hmm. you know. Like it, it, it wasn't weird that like the one that had the temples you had to go under lived by some temples because there are temples around. Yeah, you know, like nothing was this like this video gamey, mm-hmm. and it's the it's just like the second boss like I fought, you know, and yeah. just like okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's how you kill uh, Brain Freeze onto yes. old iCube, the Soul yes. Reaver boss. iCube, the Soul Reaver boss. So I kind of dig this actually. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a cube. One of the sides is an eye. Again, continuing this eye theme for a lot of these, um, and the facing of the cube or of the eye matters. So you have to. Um, kind of like uh, stay above or below it or to the side in such a way that you can charge a shot right when that face is exposed to you Mm -hmm. um, and hope that it does not laser you in the meantime. Yes. So this is this is definitely timing based, whereas we're in a way that the other ones have not been. It's a movie I like to call Gleaming the Cube. Yes. And the uh, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't have any particular problem with this guy. Yeah. Like uh, this was this was satisfying to figure out. Mm -hmm. He moves kind of randomly. Like bit, it, yeah. or it feels like a little bit like I had a hard time, hard time predicting mm-hmm. what he was going to do, but it wasn't. So he was easy enough to avoid when he wasn't doing that, that it wasn't like I had a thousand deaths. Yeah. You know, that made it uh, mm-hmm. more frustrating. So yeah. I'm, I'm fine with this guy. This guy gets a pass. Yeah. And also this uh, this shows something that a lot of the bosses take advantage of. And I think the game pulls off pretty well. Uh, kind of this mixture of basic 3D stuff um blending in uh with the pixel art because it is kind of like relatively like low res and on anti-aliased um so like this thing moving around it doesn't feel super out of place even though it absolutely has to be 3d for this mechanic there's a there's a boss later that shoots things up into the air that kind of go in an arc towards you that i think Mm -hmm. does a really bad job of that where i don't think it is telegraphed well enough whether you can go under something right or not so that is something i i won't say the game just does in well general and well yeah or it I does mean, vi- well in general vi- visually like in terms of style yeah it looks it looks fine yeah. and here it doesn't actually impact the gameplay very much right. but when it does i don't think the game does a very good job of it right um yeah but he i mean he's 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 fine um on to goliath yeah this is the uh this is the guy who's guarding the way out um and uh instead of going into a room you actually have to just kind of take a take a shot at this rock golem uh to yes. wake him up Yes. Uh, a lot of them, like the trick, like there's not really a trick. There's a trick to a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. But waking them up is, is just shooting them. And then that always sets you off as a, a disadvantage too. They have a little bit mm. of a wind up, yeah. but you're always going to start without your arrow uh, because otherwise you could position yourself in the right position right. to uh, murder them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so his whole thing is that his uh, he has one fist that kind of stands in front of his heart. Yeah. And the other ones uh, kind of, you know, raise up and try to slam on you. Mm-hmm. and move around the room. And the idea is if you can kind of make growing concentric circles outward, um, eventually his hand will take too long to get back. There will, there'll be periods where no no hand is guarding his heart. Right. So you have to you have to move in such a way that it lures both hands out and neither of them can get back uh, quickly enough. Yes. Uh, so you so you so you take your shot. Um, this is uh, a place where dodge rolling is mandatory. Like it, mm-hmm. you know, it makes the other fights easier. But like you're dealing with something that is you know kind of moving much faster than you can, 
moving over top of you and then slamming down. Um, yeah, so you right. have you have to dodge roll. Otherwise, it's just going to keep up with you. Yeah, yeah. I wish the dodge roll in this game was a little bit faster, but that's a minor complaint. Yep. Like I wish I moved a little bit faster when I was doing it, mm-hmm. um, which resulted in some annoying deaths. Yeah. Just throwing that the one little bit of control thing, I didn't know where else to put. Um, <laughs> so eventually, though, like he exposes his heart, you hit it, um, you take his soul, and this opens up the door behind him, and you rise up in this elevator to actually get to the open world. So this whole area is kind of a tutorial. Yes. Um, and uh, there's a door that has seven lot eyes on it up at the top of this area, this huge, huge, huge area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you have to light up the seven eyes or whatever to get through. Yes. And so you pretty much have the run of the place. Um, you know, you can fight every other uh, Titan here until you get to the very end. But uh, mm-hmm. we're going to kind of go through these uh, just in a relatively arbitrary order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, starting with the snow area. Yeah. Which you get to by swimming across a river. It's real pretty. Next. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks it looks good. It does feel weirdly empty to me in a way that like undercuts how pretty it looks to me too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just being complaining, but it's true. <laughs> it's, it, it just it looks like a, like really good pixel background art. Yeah, you know, for me, yeah. which it's fine. <laughs> like on its own, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but in the snow area, it introduces you to you know a couple of these uh, puzzles. There's one that you can get to, uh, I, th- I believe two actually, uh, that you can get to right away. Uh, let's talk about Stratus. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And st- um, good. So this is another area like similar to Yeti, but um, where I think the silliness of it kind of undercuts the tone they're going for. Yeah. Um, because essentially you're doing knockdown clown uh, <laughs> or like that carnival game where the, the, the clown's mouth is there and you're knocking down its teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a, a pillar that goes in and out of the ground. Um, when it's out, it pushes you back with snow breath mm-hmm. and its arm tunnels under the ground shoots up and shoots a, an ice uh, trail at you. Yeah, like a and, like a Metal Gear, Metal Gear Rex laser, um, yeah. kind of like straight out from the pillar. Yeah. And so you are uh, trying to avoid this, and it's chasing you around while you attempt to take as many shots as you can at uh, at this uh, at this kind of like buried head. Um, well, it's, and it's you're not taking the shots. You you need it to oh, knock shit, out its yeah, own Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. have to you have to lure the Rex Ray uh, yes. to uh, <laughs> in the direction of the T so it can knock it down, which and, exposes the red inside of the clown's mouth. Yes, and the you can you can not... red moist inside of the clown's mouth. <laughs> yes, where you where you dock your arrow. Um, the uh, it is so you you only have to get out one tooth. It's really hard if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up knocking out several teeth. Um, which just kind of made this into a weird test of patience because <laughs> there's so much going on like in this boss fight. Like it, it just like has a little few too many factors. So like yeah. there are times where I'd line up the shot perfectly, but he would duck down under the ground, mm-hmm. you know, just like at the last second. Yeah. Uh, th- these ice lasers stay on the ground and it becomes a kill box. It's not yeah. just like a wall you can't go through. It's if you touch one of these after it's already ejected, Yeah. it becomes a kill box. And like the weird thing about the kill boxes in this game is that like, Again, the same way the Titans don't always die in one hit. Mm-hmm. Neither do you. Like some things you just get knocked you. over. Some things just knock you over, and there's nothing to indicate what's going to knock you over versus what's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, which becomes a real thing with the Yeti. Which, like, I didn't realize until well into that fight that you could get hit <laughs> by this, like, a snowball. Yeah, well, which it's, just falls like snowflakes. 
Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, and we're, we know what things actually just murder you instantly. <laughs> so th- this is uh, this actually murders you. It's just walking up to a wall made of ice kills mm-hmm. you. Um, so there's just huge swaths of the the battlefield he'll make uh, unavailable to you. So it just becomes this like patience of like, okay, I can't get up here where I would need to be to line up the shot to hit the tooth because right. there's an ice wall in the way. So how now I just need to waste a few turns just setting him up down at the bottom, mm-hmm. putting you know putting ice walls in areas that I don't need to be, and then just hope by the time next time I can line up a shot, the mouth happens to stay up. Yeah. You know, and just it just it lasted a long time, which it feels like these boss fights shouldn't like this should be like Bushido Blade. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and it's not. Yeah, where you, where you um, can win it with just one fit of grace. If you know what to do. Right. Like, the thing, the golf between knowing what to do, like, I'm way down with learning a pattern. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, the golf between learning the pattern and being able to execute on it mm-hmm. is too long for me. Yeah. yeah. It, like, it puts a lot of onus on my on my dumb meat hands, and that is just not the kind of game that I'm terribly interested in playing. Yeah, it's very, you know, it ends up being very, like, Twitch-based in a way that, you know, I'm not super into. So yeah. eventually you you expose his 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 big hot mouth and and stick your arrow into it. And then uh, he dies. And then you can move on to this Yeti who I also don't like. Yes. I don't so like you... any of the snow bosses. <laughs> All three of these things I think suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you walk into this Yeti's cave and he's kind of sleeping as a big ball of fluff. Um, and he his opening gambit is just to roll at you like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> he throws th- he throws snowballs. Yep. Then he rolls at you, which and when he hits it, creates a line, another ice wall. Yeah. And he does this three times um, before he eventually will stand still long enough for you to hit him in the butthole. Right. Um, and when he's standing still, doesn't he pound uh, the ground and drop some icicles too? I thought that was when he hit the wall, but maybe mm. you're right. Yeah. Um, he does it like right after he hits the wall then. Yeah. Um, he kind of does a ground pound thing. But mm-hmm. he just does those three moves. Like it's a very easy pattern to learn. Yeah. And this, I just ended up hitting his, his butt like a bunch. And like mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know didn't do it straight enough or whatever but like <laughs> it is uh the the amount of like yeah i uh yeah I don't know. like just so the number of bosses where the where the gimmick is just figure out their movement patterns so you can get behind them is actually mm-hmm. a real bummer yeah um, because like, it stops feeling inventive like right away and that that's classic video game stuff right mm-hmm. like i'm not taking the game to task just for doing that at all right you know this would have been a fine boss in a game where like other bosses didn't feel like that mm-hmm you know, and if like, you know, the, the hit thing, whatever was going on with my, my hit. And I think it was just, I needed to be like 90 degrees, like hit it straight on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but just the window of opportunity to do that is very short. And the punishment for missing it is just kind of kiting him for a long time. Yeah. You know, like you, I think you could technically get in before that, like resting period he has, mm-hmm. but it's so brief <laughs> to where like, it just became frustrating if like one little tiny thing was off and I just had to yeah. like kite him around for a little while and hope that <laughs> hope the, the way he was a, yeah and hope the way he was making the battlefield unusable for me didn't actually make it impossible to to do it when my next opportunity came up right and um, there's another boss that's coming up that you know that was a big big thing with yeah um in the castle area but mm-hmm. eventually you hit him in his his cartoon exposed butt um you know which again <laughs> his, i don't feel his, cool about that. his red and stimpy butt exposed yeah. and just pink as all hell he does look like a red and stimpy character kind of. <laughs> yeah um you know, and it's just like, oh, this is the grandiose, like, this is, you know, you have me scaling vines to beautiful music <laughs> while the wind blows and stuff. And then it's just like, oh, you have to hit him in the butt. Um, you, know? you have to burn the rope. I'm, I'm not, I'm not anti-butt. You, mu- like you must build, you must build a boat. You must hit him in the butt. Yes, you must, you must what? <laughs> in the butt. In, in the butt? Huh. Um, in oh, the I butt. never. Yes. I don't, uh, it, ru- it, it didn't ruin the mood for me because the mood had already been ruined. But mm. like, I didn't really get what they're going for with that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that feels like comic relief that is misplaced. Yeah. Um, on to uh, on, on, Onyxia. An- <laughs> Onyxia, which you can't do that. Yeah. Onyxia is already a thing. It's from Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. It is just, I mean, you can name you these things whatever that. you want. You, yeah, you, but you can't. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I'm saying you shouldn't have named it this because you had infinite other words. Right. You could have chosen. Um, <laughs> I just, like, I, I understand that you can, but you, but you can't. It's like when I go into a street and or a town and like, I always get mad when there are multiple streets that have the same name. Mm-hmm. Like even if one street and one's Avenue, mm-hmm. just then you have infinite words, like just choose a different word. It would make <laughs> things so much easier to navigate. Yeah. You know, I, I like so little patience for like, oh no, no, that's on main, you know, that's on uh, third Avenue, not third street. Yeah. Why, why, why? It's, it's like Tracy why? Jordan's 40 year old son. I'm going to call it yeah. Microsoft. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's already a thing. <laughs> Um, yeah. for, for trademark like, reasons this is not actually a nixia we're, we're, we're not all manhattan like i get manhattan it makes sense because you live in a weird like murder grid and, <laughs> and like having just avenues and streets like oh east west north north south is really easy mm-hmm. um the rest of the world doesn't need to follow those naming conventions mm-hmm. um anyway anixia yeah um you get to anixia through a little puzzle yeah which i like i dig it I dig it too. I just it was, wish it had come before they expected me to do it in a boss fight. Exactly. Like it just, it, this makes sense. This is actually pretty cool. Like the way you get here where it's like, yeah. you see that uh, there's this line of torches around your save point, And then there is a, or a, kind of a, a trail of inconspicuously unlit torches that lead to a, a frozen lake. Right. And you have to fire your arrow through these, uh, through these torches to spread the fire to a point where when you get to this frozen lake, you can take a shot at this, uh, at this frozen waterfall, which exposes a cave mouth. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the Zelda thing in this game. And really it just made me feel like I should be playing Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> Like I, I was just kind of like, Oh, I, I would really love if there was more of this. And I understand that's not the point of what they're doing here. This is kind of the only time they have you actually do something as opposed to just kind of moving in a, in a, you know, exploratory way. It's super out of place. And I almost would have said like, I just cut it because yeah. it, it hints at something that speaks more, speaks more to me personally than what's actually here. Same thing with the uh, Lost Woods yeah. thing. Like, just it, it's not adding anything. You know, it's uh, just because I'm <laughs> saying that it sucks that there isn't more to do in the open world doesn't mean you mm-hmm. add, like, two tiny little things. Yeah. You know, that's worse than adding nothing. Um, you eventually get to this. This is a big uh, underwater frozen lake. And uh, it's full of these little glacier islands. And the trick is the snake jumps up and attempts to kill you on them. Um, he's got electric powers as well. Yeah. Um, and you have to hit him in the tail. Is, right. his, is his weak point. So the the idea is you bait him onto a platform, you get over to another platform in time to hit his tail as it's going down. Yes, and he will destroy the platforms. And uh, only after like he destroys enough of them will he go up and then kind of do this shock move that will drop more platforms down for you. Yes. And uh, kind of a cool thing, if you fire your arrow and then draw it while you're standing on an island, like, you know, uh, like uh, throw it back to yourself, it, it will actually, Newton's third law, move those islands closer together. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool little detail that wasn't that useful for me in the fight. Hmm. It's like, you know, I, I didn't end up needing them to be, like, I ended up doing it on the lower right islands. Hmm. And didn't need them to be closer. And maybe yeah. I lucked out. It, it it felt like it made more of the arena viable for that, mm. which made it kind of okay that the enemy just kind of did what he wanted to. Yeah.
Yeah, so you head down an elevator here. Um, mm-hmm. There are lots of elevators in this game. Um, going down to a uh, fiery area. Yes, the underground fire cavern, which is yes. probably the closest this gets to like a really designed space, is like the demon ruins a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, with uh, with names that I, I defy anyone to tell these things apart. Yeah, these are um, all the all the bosses are named like uh, Dragon Riders of Pern protagonists. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or or legendary Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like for yeah, there we go. Huh. Um, so the first one, Golquayan. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, there, 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 there are three. There's one hidden one, Dennis Quayan, and then a fourth hidden <laughs> one, um, which is uh, Randy a Marlin, Quayan. Marlin Quayan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh gosh. So Golquayan. Um, again, this is where they really start running together. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a skull-faced block that has these spike ball hands uh, on the end of chains. Yes. And he kind of throws these and rotates around. Right. Um, is his thing. And you have to hit him in the back, but it's difficult to do. Yes, he's got this kind of uh, open furnace, like the uh, like is in the basement of the Home Alone house. Yes. On his back. Yeah. And and uh, there are these geysers of flame as well that shoot from the floor mm-hmm. from time to time. Again, just like every <laughs> arena has to be kind of busied up. Yeah. And also very little warning about uh, when these things are going to fire and also very little visual uh, indication of where they're at. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they look like little little fires, but like you're used to, you're kind of trained to ignore debris on the ground mm-hmm. in this game because it never matters up until this point. Right. Um, so the trick is because he is kind of like rotating himself around, you have to, uh, you have to dizzy up the girl, um, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I was going to work on something about his iris because of the eyes and the black balloon. Oh, well. Um, but uh, you get him angry and then he starts doing this kind of like spin attack, which I got by by counting how many times he spins so I could know which way he was going to be facing when he finally like stopped. Mm. Yeah. I just kind of took shots until one of them worked. Oh, well, yeah. Because he has like a, he has like a recovery period after he spins. Yeah. And it's not like the recovery periods are almost, are very rarely enough time. If you're not starting in the right place, Mm -hmm. it's not enough time to move and charge up an arrow, you know, but you can hit him while he's rotating. If you just happen to luck out and hit the, the, his back at the time like yeah in a way they do kind of follow the rules but um in another more accurate way they don't um <laughs> yeah i mean they do whatever um you you kill this guy he's fine um next up is roll Quayan, uh who is one of two just you know uh lava sphere things <laughs> this is the rock rock lava sphere it's, it's like the ball it's like a, it's like a d100 yes it's, it's like the dice that comes with categories yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this feels a little bit like a like like a different version of i cube actually yeah a little bit yeah um where he uh he rolls around he leaves these fire trails again uh because that's mm-hmm. a thing and you just have to hit him in the eye yeah like there's not there's no trick to making him expose his eye you just his eye <laughs> is exposed you just have to look out and you have to have a, you have to have a sense for like like which part of the sign curve his eye is going to be on as he is rolling toward you Yes. So it is less uh, predictable than IQ because IQ just goes on a grid and it works like a dice does. Yeah. This guy yeah. can be, you know, there are lots of different angles. He also does like a, like an attack where he lands on the ground mm-hmm. and it's a good time to hit him if you can, if you can do it right. Um, but this guy's fine. Like yeah. I wasn't particularly irritated with him. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, love it or anything either. Yeah. Another one where the 3D really works for me and like plays yeah. into the mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, um Quayan, he's uh he's real cute. Uh he's this cute sweating ma- magma blob uh with uh this crystal sticking out of him. This is the guy that shoots the uh the lobbed projectiles that I think I was never sure whether he could go under them or not. 
yeah and died due to that several times and this feels like you know there are a couple of bosses that have some like different phases like this mm-hmm. like this feels uh uh more complicated than it ought to be yeah yeah it's he's got a real like defined gimmick to him as well mm-hmm. um which is so he he throws out uh, spits out a bunch of these blobs and then spits out a bomb um like a straight up bomb and mm-hmm. uh the uh the bomb will blow up when you hit it. So the trick is to get him close enough to it when it blows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually he will become exposed and you can actually take your shot at the inside of him, the crystal. Yes. The crystal is, is, is his weak spot, but you can't just hit it. You know, the part that's, uh, that's sticking out of him. And so the trick to do that is you get, you trick him into spitting the bomb. I feel like I'm giving Nintendo hints here, <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, like, um, you're, you're noticed that he's inhaling. There are a couple of different bosses that do this. You have to shoot the arrow and then recognize that while it's inside of him and you're draw you're throwing it back to yourself. Um, he moves with it. So you draw, him back toward the bomb so that he will hit it and explode it i didn't i didn't end up actually doing that oh, yeah. um he will if you by using the walls and stuff you can make it so he spits the bomb out close enough to himself anyway oh wow and can bait him into just kind of getting close to it hmm. um i think the way that you it took me a billion tries i think the way that you described <laughs> is probably easier but i didn't end up doing that yeah um yeah so that's the end of the fire area. You can take another elevator up to go to the castle area and all the rest of these places we're going to go. Well, you could have gone to them in any order, but they all have two bosses apiece as opposed to the three. So the castle area has, uh, again, um, a another... Uh, I, I know this boss because I watched him online. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't fight him. I didn't know how to unlock him or get him to aggro. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. How, how do you get him to aggro? Uh, which one? Avarice or Alhanan? Uh, Avarice. Avarice. You just have to go into his room, I think, and you have to... Uh, so so you, you climb down some uh, a ladder, go into a treasure room, and there's a big treasure chest. And when you walk up to it, he, he aggroed me. There's no... Uh, when I went in, there was no treasure chest. Oh, really? It's possible at the time I went in, I hadn't killed enough bosses or something like that. Huh. Um, but these, uh, yeah, it was not, uh, there's no treasure chest there. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, this is a pretty fun fight. Uh, it is a mimic. Uh, he's, he's got, got cool music. Yes. <laughs> um, and that, that, that's the music I'll use for this section. Um, and, uh, he's got, he's got the tongue, he's got the teeth and his, uh, his ranged attack is kind of spitting these, uh, these coins at you. Right. Um, there was only one moment where he's really, uh, vulnerable, um, as he kind of like does these teleportation smashes around, um, which is like he's got this spread shot that he does with the coins. But when he uh, when he reels up to do like a single like real quick sniper shot, his tongue ex- is exposed for just like a split second. Mm. So, you know, you have to be standing still when he's doing his most kind of like precision deadly attack um, in order to hit that. Mm. And so it's it's incredibly satisfying when you do it. Um, but, yeah, it is it is very difficult, especially if you can't start the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just didn't get a chance to fight him. I watched it mm-hmm. uh, online, but that's all I did. Yeah, um, which was which was fine. Cool music. I like a mimic. I'm never going to turn down a mimic. <laughs> um, boy, am I looking forward to mimics being back in Dark Souls Three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you uh, you fight him. Uh, I did fight uh, Elhanan, the legendary Titan Slayer. Yeah, this is our Torius figure. I think that's the idea. Um, it doesn't like it didn't. Goodness, it didn't work for me. Um, so, so you, uh, There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, his his uh, his arrow is in a wall. So you shoot the arrow to trigger him, mm-hmm. 
And he kind of zips around the room. He shoots his one arrow, mm. which is like yours. Yeah. And has electricity behind it. But then he has little arrows that he shoots that are like the shot speed is just like through the roof. Yeah. And like so, these things are really fast. Yeah. And the big arrow will uh, um, take down the columns that are giving you cover from the small arrows. Yes. Um, and this is a really, uh, it's a really tricky fight because uh, he's wearing armor. You can't directly attack him in order to make him vulnerable uh, to a shot. Um, you have to shoot the arrow first, which makes his uh, his armor phase out and reveals his you know skeleton zombie self. You have to draw the you have to draw your own arrow back in and hit him while he's exposed. Yes, or you know if you can you can get your arrow if you happen to just like the stars line up perfectly, you can actually get your arrow back and hit him. But the window is very short that he is armorless. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. And again, it's just it's. Boy, are the patterns coming out now where like they the enemies just create a swath of the battlefield that has electricity or ice or fire or something like that that you can't do anything with, which makes the mechanic of this game, which is lining up a shot, just complicated, mm-hmm. like not in an interesting way to me. It just it's like just, you know, taking away options, which is usually a good thing. Like yeah. that's something that I want, but it just ends up being like, oh, now I just need to dodge this guy for another go round and hope that the next time he cuts off a swath of the battlefield. It's more advantageous to me. Yeah. And, you know, and just that just it, it feels, I don't know, like they're playing against what it wants you to do. You yeah. Know? Or at least it is. It, it is taking it is taking the established. It's taking the established mechanic and then making it as hard for you to do it as possible, which yeah. is fine. But it, it, it's it's in really kind of bad ways. I've, I mean, I've always like I've thought many times about the like what. uh you know, what things are sacrificed up on the altar of difficulty, mm-hmm. you know, in games like just like, oh, this needs to be hard and you just push it a little bit too far because you're afraid it'll be easy, you mm-hmm. know, and and people are very scared of a game being too easy. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Like, I, I mean, I definitely have. I can remember, but it's very rare that I play a game where I'm like, this is way too easy. Yeah. You know, this just doesn't happen that often. Like, I think that the people who who are testing these things and making them sometimes just know them so well that like they're assuming, you know things that uh about the player there maybe not true yeah and it falls under the like just balance is hard balance yeah, is balance really is hard yeah, i get it yeah i get it like i'm not yeah. mad yeah it's just it just you know is a big reason why i had no fun mm-hmm. uh playing this game yeah very little fun Um, I like the next boss we're going to talk about. Yeah. He's an array of positivity. Um, <laughs> I like Goal Hevel. Yeah, down in the graveyard area. And this yeah. is the only real boss that you fight in the in the, in the graveyard. So Goal Hevel is a, uh, he, he is a mask. He looks kind of like uh, one of the, uh, what is it, Fan- Phantasm? Fan- Fanto? Yeah, Fanto from uh, from uh, Mario 2. Mm. And his whole thing is, like, he's, he's a mask, so he's very flat. And he always turns to face you. Um, and mm-hmm. he kind of shoots these spread shots, and this is, I think, one of the only one of the only boss fights that explicitly requires you to use to to to, to have Gary's epiphany there, which is the, the the arrow is just as deadly on its way back. Yeah, that's that's actually what they named that epiphany officially. Like if <laughs> if any anything is ever hit with the backside of an arrow, yeah, it's called getting a real Gary's epiphany. That's yeah, a Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a drink in some states. <laughs> yeah. What's in a Gary's epiphany, Gary? Uh, one arrow and water. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the idea is you just have to stick the arrow somewhere and then maneuver him so he's between you and the arrow. 
and you have enough time to pull the arrow towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. Like, I think that that was pretty fun and figuring that out was fun. Yeah. Uh, Cause I spent a lot of time just trying to get behind him and it just doesn't, <laughs> he, doesn't just, he turns to face. He's on a pivot. Yeah. Cause you know, so many of the bosses that you fight are, you know, do that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they just, you know, they're, they're, their exposed weak point periods are so short that it may as well be this. Right. You know, it's not literally impossible, but it feels impossible. So I tried a lot to just try to get behind them and eventually figured it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other boss is actually really well hidden. Um, yeah. At this point, you probably, you know, you've killed enough uh, Titans to go to the good to go to the final area. But this guy is a freebie if you can find him, which uh, the path, it's uh, it's hidden by some scenery. The only indication is like a small little dirt patch as an as an indent in uh, in, in kind of like a rock wall. And so you you go behind and you walk on these kind of invisible paths marked by your shadow um, until you get to something that is explicitly very Shadow of the Colossus ask. You're climbing up this wall until you realize, oh, these vines are a beard and those are some eyes. And he starts talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as you're going up, you hear this little this little dialogue that tells you. I mean, this is the story part of yeah. the game. It's different in hard mode as well. I didn't yes. do this, but I watched it. Yeah. Uh, online. Yeah. So he's kind of, you know, giving you the what is this all for or do what thou must, you know, like uh, you have paid a high toll indeed. No. Yeah. This, <laughs> okay. this, is, this is a peaceful land. Yeah. <laughs> and, and its creatures are, are nonviolent and, yeah. and have flesh. He calls you the second soul less encumbered than the last. So maybe Elhanan, you know, he, he was corrupted by whatever he was encumbered by. He well, you, fight a, you fight the soul later. Okay. That's yeah. like a thing. So I think that's what he's referring to. Okay. Um, um, yeah. And uh, he calls your arrow an abomination, right? Yes. Um, in the hard mode dialogue, he he really gives you uh, kind of like the lore. He says that the truth created him and he in turn created you. And now you coming back to kill him and and, and thus the truth uh, is, uh, you know, the, the cycle repeating itself over and over again. Yeah. It's cycly likely. <laughs> the. Um... But again, it's like that's kind of a story, but like also kind of not. And like I, I get that. It's not like I want, you know, uh, like Titan Souls, you know, the Arrow Chronicles. Like I don't need like a whole lot, but just it, yeah. it's going for a mood and kind of a feeling more than anything. But yeah. I, I just don't think it was that successful at it, it. It feels it feels uncharitable to call it generic. Um, yeah. You know, like, like that, that, that feels like a pretty harsh word. But like a lot of this feels a little bit like table stakes for like the stuff that it's cribbing from it, do- it doesn't really subvert either dark souls or the shadow of the colossus either the notion that you're killing these gigantic you know beautiful beasts or the idea that this is, that this is a cycle it just mm-hmm. kind of plays it real straight in such a way that like i really would rather this be left inferred mm-hmm. or just left out entirely yeah like i it's hard for me to think that this game as it is like not not judging what they were going for but what they actually put on the screen mm-hmm. would be that much worse as like a menu navigation. Yeah. You know, like how much would it lose? Like if you really like going through these big empty spaces, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't evoke the kind of mood that it wanted me to. And it actively added to frustration yeah. most times. Or, um, or just do it like burnout paradise where you make the run once. And then when you respawn, you have a button that you can press that'll start you back at the boss fight. Yeah. But that would have <laughs> been, that would have been ideal, yeah. you know, just to uh, uh, knock down some of the ending it like dying animations and stuff like that. Like just mm-hmm. make it, you know, Hotline Miami. Yeah. Uh, which is another game where you die in one hit. Everything else <laughs> dies in one hit, um, but it totally works. And is a game I really love. Yeah. Um, because, they and that and Hotline Miami totally would not have worked if you had to take the car ride to the place again. Right. Like that would have been the one thing that would have ruined mm-hmm. that game. And this game embraces <laughs> that. Yeah. As a as a thing. It's all car um, ride. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, not all car ride, but, you know, hyperbole is the is the order of the day. Yeah. Um, so there's a loft woods. Yeah, there's a forest uh, area. Um, yeah. Boy, am I not crazy about that. No, I, didn't, I mean, I, didn't, I mean, I think we talked about it in like the link to the past episode. Like, I'm not real crazy about that anyway. Neither am I. Um, like, I just it, in general, yeah. like I wasn't crazy about it in Zelda one nor in link to the past. Like, yeah, I, I just kind of think this is this is this is a, a shitty puzzle. <laughs> if, if you have like you just need kind of stronger indications, like a, a game that did it OK, weirdly, is Paper Mario. Mm hmm. Like where you have like because every time it was a weird little like spot the difference puzzle mm-hmm. at every junction and it's like yeah. oh I'm like I'm doing something yeah you know and then the worst possible ways if it's trial and error there may be more to this than trial and error mm-hmm. um, if so like you know like you'll find a place and there's an arrow that's pointing diagonally upper left so I'm like well I guess I'll go one of those two directions <laughs> and it just happened to work and I don't know if I did it right or if I did it right I don't know why yeah I just eventually ended up memorizing it like I yeah. tried trial and error and then like I'm gonna be making this run over and over again so I might as well commit this to commit this to memory and write it down because otherwise you know fuck that I'm not yeah. go- I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to just resolve this over and over again yeah. So, so the first the first boss we're gonna fight here is Vine Thesis. Yeah. Or Venetius, but like I like Vine Thesis. <laughs> I like um, Vine Thesis too. Um, yeah. uh, the boss fight is okay. Uh, this is another one where uh, the 3D can kind of work against you because it's this uh, lily pad uh, with uh, the petals up, kind of guarding whatever's inside, um, and these tentacle spike vines that are um, hitting in this kind of like radial dance pattern. Um, mm-hmm. with this cloud of pollen that is chasing you to make it so you can't just like stay in one place yes yeah um and kind of the the idea here um is that uh you can shoot down its petals when it's inhaling it has four mm-hmm. petals on the cardinal directions and that will eventually expose its actual thing because yeah. like every boss you have to hit it more than once yeah um so you do that you can expose more than one petal similar to the teeth yeah of a, a tooth boy where like the idea is you can make it easier for yourself when you eventually take the shot. How precise do you want to be if you want to spend a little bit of time kiting mm-hmm. the boss? Yeah. You know, if you want to be young and scrappy like your country, you know, you yes. don't want to throw, throw away your shot. Yeah. 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 America's army. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a visually impressive fight that definitely feels like it was like a demo thing. Yeah. To, to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's uh, I don't think he's actually in the demo. Uh, one of the things that's on the wiki is you can see the ones that were actually in the original demo. I think that it might be. I remember playing the demo when this first came out because I didn't feel like spending $15 on it, honestly. Um, I remember playing the demo. I think it might have just been the first three that we that, oh, okay. that we saw. Or it was like the tutorial area because I definitely remember the, cube, the the two cube ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a fine enough demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other um, forest boss is Obello, uh, which is a goofy uh, mushroom. Uh, kind of guy has got an eye on his back or his front, whichever you, one you want to consider. He mostly rotates to keep it away from you, but uh, he he jumps up and down, like does these pounds, and then shoots cro- like these crosses of spores. Yes, and uh, you can get you can get touch a fuzzy, get dizzied hmm. in this fight. If you there are certain spores that you know certain things on the skin that'll kill you. Some of them just make your screen distorted and weird. Some of them just make it more likely that you will die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Some of them may will kill you. Some of them will just set you on a path that ultimately uh, leads to you being stabbed by by a roommate that you found on Craigslist, whose name is Scorch. So, the, 
What is that? That's what happens if you do acid, dude. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, you, you get scorched. Don't get scorched. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to get stabbed over not cleaning the toilet. No. Yeah. How dare I? No, I don't. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, you, you want to be the scorched. You don't want to get scorched. <laughs> it's scorched or be scorched. <laughs> I like right? to, You know, look to your left, look to your right. If you don't see a scorch, the scorch is probably you. <laughs> yeah. Then, then you're going to stab a roommate over not cleaning the toilet. And you can't clean it with pee. No, that scorches one one rule is yeah. that no matter how much you want to, like no amount of pee is going to make a toilet clean. <laughs> right. So. Scorch is very attuned to the chemistry of toilet cleaning. Yeah, he he he's read that Wikipedia entry on how urine is sterile as well, <laughs> but he doesn't buy it. Scorch don't play that. <laughs> so Scorch's views are pretty entrenched vis-a-vis hygiene. Yeah, he's like, Scorch cares about two things: doing at doing Sid. Yep. And and toilet hygiene. And that's Scorch, does, baby. Does Scorch have hair? I'm picturing <laughs> Scorch with a shaved head, not like in a white supremacist way. <laughs> Scorch, ha- Scorch has a uh, shaved head and shaved eyebrows, but a big bushy beard. <laughs> okay, cool. He looks, like, he looks like an understudy basis for Slipknot. <laughs> yep. Uh, Scorch carries, uh, he, he carries an ace of spades uh, where his driver's license should be. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And when when he gets pulled over, he uh, shoots the cop and drives away. <laughs> that's a good After prank. showing him his cool ace, yeah, <laughs> the cool goose. Uh, and that's what happens if you do mushrooms yeah. and do hallucinogens and sids. Yep. So, oh man, don't do it because <laughs> you'll die. This is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. this character. I love this fiction. Yeah, oh. Scorch, Scorch, is, Scorch is a winner, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, the, once you have killed seven titans, you're you're allowed into the inner sanctuary um, where you kind of pass through this gate covered by shade. And uh, there is one kind of titan that you have to kill before you get to the final boss rush yes. kind of area. Which is a reuse, more or yep. less. Yep. Goal set. Um, yeah, which like, you, you, you've run it. It feels like you've run out of ideas, ideas even before this point. Mm-hmm. But here, boy, boy, have you? Because um, it's another uh, Goliath, and it's not like Goliath was like so good, you know. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like recontextualize Goliath. It's just here he is. He's goal set now, right? And this doesn't feel like a final exam either. No. Like he doesn't incorporate no, no. a lot of a, a lot of elements um, that would be considered like interesting. I don't know what you couldn't do like a final exam boss in this game because your verb set is so limited and the actual gimmick to each boss is just like patience and waiting for them to expose themselves. Yeah. You know, you can't iterate that on that and have that repeat itself as kind mm-hmm. of a greatest hits thing. It doesn't yeah. really work. Yeah. But this just kind of is another boss of the stripe of get him to fuck himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by setting up the condition so he can do so. So uh, like Goliath, he slams his fists. Um, and, uh, uh, sometimes you can get him to slam down on this button. Yes. Yeah. The button. The button. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, when he, when he, when he does this, you have to kind of dodge his reprisal of fist attacks and then shoot its heart before it can fire its laser. So like you just hit that. I don't know what the button does to make him so angry, but he just, (laughs) he kind of gives you all his heat until, you know, he gives too much heat and you punish him for giving you all that heat. Yeah. Yeah, with an arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you get to the, um, not the secret super finals boss, but the real, you know, the final boss for all our intents and purposes, uh, Soul. 
Yeah. Here, who, uh, when you come in, he is, he is meditating. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you just shoot him down, right? Yes. And you accept is, the soul. Yes. Um, however, there's still a little bit of soul left. Yes. And yes. so you have to fight a version of yourself that can do pretty much everything you can do, except it can also shoot out those big balls of electricity. So it's a little yes. bit like Dark Link, um, except less fair. Yeah, it's a little bit like Dark Link. Um, the kind of the trick or what have you, like what I ended up doing is just kind of trying to manipulate where he would be after a string of attacks and just kind of hope and predict that he was there because he moves really quickly. And like, I kind of had to be like shooting the arrow before he got there Mm -hmm. for it to work. Um, eventually though, you, you, you know, that works. Eventually (laughs) you can get him. Yeah. Um, and then you, you suck him in, you get credits. Yep. And you get this shot of a gigantic door that remains closed. Yes. Because, uh, they still want you to play. Yep. (laughs) Um, to get the, uh, to get truth. Um, the actual final boss is this, uh, if you have every other Titan. Yeah. So if you've killed all the Titans, as opposed to just the bare minimum to get in. Yes, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So you get all the Titans and you, uh, you eventually get to fight truth, which again, I just watched on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been honestly more time. And I understand that sounds bad because you know, this is our job, but um, but yeah, I, I watched this on YouTube as well. It looks cool, right? Like you are, yeah. you, you, you are, you know, a black silhouette, um, against this pure white background. And he starts out as this kind of like inky tentacle mar- monster inside of a ring. I mean, he's kinda... a patapon. <laughs> yeah, he is. He, look, he? he looks like a patapon. Yeah. 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 And so this has multiple phases. Uh, so kind of, again, going a little bit against the, uh, the thesis of the game, um, which I feel bad holding it against the game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't. I think that, like, yeah. the, the concept, again, is just that, like, one-shot thing. Mm-hmm. And you can do that, and you can do it with boss fights. Like, there are boss fights in uh, uh, Hollow Miami that work. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it, it doesn't—you just have to be able to make me, like, be able to rapidly iterate. And it feels amazing. You get that same point, that same feeling of, like, oh, I fucking did it. Yeah. You know? And it's just—you don't have to cheat your own premise mm-hmm. for it, you know? Uh, make the person, you know— hard to hit because they're moving in a pattern that's interesting or they're too aggressive and you have to figure out when you can attack back which they do but then they just always add another layer like i just have the sense that like they're like oh this can't be too easy and probably because it's so short yeah right like if if this game was a little bit easier it would be like two hours and not four hours Mm -hmm. um you know the game clock in any given play if it doesn't count reloads and 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 walking is going to be really short yeah so I mean, I'll, I'll hold it against it because they should have. It's like a thing they decided not to solve or like the the way they decided to kind of patch over it was inelegant and frustrating yeah. so as I, opposed to like going to the drawing board and figuring something else out. Yeah. So, so I suppose I should say I, I, I feel less bad holding it against it. I feel more bad um, uh, harping on it. It feels mm-hmm. like a little bit like, yeah, we've, we, we've a little bit made our point, but like it pops up in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. To, to be fair, it's like I, I don't think anyone listening to this is unclear <laughs> on, on on our takes. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we can stop bringing it up but, <laughs> here at the very end. <laughs> yeah, so the very end, you can we'll we'll go back and edit it out every time we say it. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> no, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but but by which I mean to say, like, yes, this is a multi-phase boss fight, and it makes sense. You know, if they're going to do it, do it for the do, do it for the final boss, where you have to kind of take out this ring that is around it um, and avoid its eye and mouth sperms mm-hmm. uh, that fly directly at you. And then once you set the in, the interior core loose, it kind of becomes the Shuma Gorath um, and starts like walking around with these tentacles firing lasers at you. And so you just have to uh, find your opportunity to take out the eye. Yes. Yeah, it looks a lot like Shuma Gorath. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and uh, you shoot the <laughs> eye, and and eventually uh, you absorb all of these souls. Yeah, like you don't just absorb the soul of the truth; you actually like suck in all of these rings of runes and stuff like that. Yeah, um, they're, they're uh, probably the the made up language for the other titans yes. if i had to guess yeah um, um and then it zooms in ominously on you again all black and silhouette with kind of these uh these uh, ill-defined edges around you i like um, that it's like a pixel art that's really close up yeah like that. i think that's actually pretty cool looking mm-hmm. um here and the screen goes black and then the eye opens up again with the idea yeah. being probably that you became the truth yeah probably because that's what happens to out of the classes <laughs> um wheels spoiler, within wheels yeah. yeah um so I guess that that's maybe the idea. If that was supposed to have an impact, it didn't. Um, I mean, I didn't do it either. I guess, but like, <laughs> it was just kind of even like, looking at it, it, just looked like it looked cool. It's a cool design thing. Oh yeah, and um, like it, it is. It is good horror timing. Like, oh, that's creepy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just the the stakes weren't there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that ends up being the you know the real Titan Souls. Yes. Um, and then that that's it. Yeah, so yeah. there there are different uh, like different challenge modes you can do after this. There's hard mode uh, where everything just gets a little bit uh, a little bit more difficult. Uh, the timing gets more stringent. Um, there's also a version where you can't uh, dodge roll. Oh yeah, which yeah. seems fucking crazy to me. But like more power to you if 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 that's something that uh that that, that gets you. There are also um, in the hard mode you can, uh, and this is just something I know from looking at the wiki, you can kind of learn. Or, or fight like harder, like dark versions of the bosses as well. Like in addition to just the, the everything being a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like in the like the forest, you can take a different path and fight the dark version of the the plant monster hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that kind of secret, but. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like if I if I dug it more, yeah. Um, like I'm glad that's there. And it, it, like I've been mean. Um, like like it's nothing against these dudes, right? Like it's like I don't blame them. Like if you, I put myself in their shoes where like I do a game jam game that explores an idea that was just like, oh, what if this? Okay, mm-hmm. and then everybody loves it. Yeah, you know. And then you hear get like a publisher reaches out. Like, yeah. Of course, you're gonna make the game. Mm-hmm. You know. And when I when I was backseat quarterbacking, it's like I don't know the way to stick closer to the premise. Oh yeah. Without, I don't actually know the answer to that. I just, mm-hmm. I would have liked the game more if they would have. And mm-hmm. I get that maybe they did, they couldn't. Like there was a time constraint, or maybe they were just sick of working on it and yep. they didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like all the super valid things. Yeah. But I can only look at the the final result and how much fun I had with it and how successful I think it is. Mm-hmm. They're not bad people. I'm sure they're really <laughs> great people. Yeah. Um. I I didn't have very much fun playing this game at all. Yeah. Uh. And I don't want to play it again. And yeah. Yeah. I thought so. I I definitely don't take as much umbrage to this game as you do um mm-hmm. I, like i thought it was fine um there you know like the I, I i ceased being frustrated after a little while i was just like all right well i'll go back and try it again because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, there's some of these that i need to fight and i'll go around and figure out which are the kind of easiest 10 that i can beat, right because i don't yeah. want to just do the bare minimum but uh you know i'll just i'll go around and do this I'm just kind of like yeah this like <laughs> but like you shouldn't i don't know you shouldn't have to take a workman-like approach to it sometimes it feels yeah. feels like you know sometimes that is appropriate but here here it doesn't and this just gets kind of like a solid okay from me mostly because i'm willing to extend like a little bit of goodwill for like presentation but i really i want to like it more because i think the core idea there is good but like again just that idea of overextending you know a kernel of an idea that is okay at a smaller scale or that is okay when it is kind of more pure and more focused 
um you know it just kind of it's it's a bummer that it spreads itself so thin as to like we're out it's welcome it feels like a real uh, simple way to say it but it, it, mm-hmm. it also feels kind of kind of accurate it's you know it's only like a three hour long game but like there there are definitely considerations that they could have taken to put a better foot forward it feels like i don't know exactly what those are because again this is complicated you know we're just here playing it and talking about it but like yeah i just i, I found myself I don't know, like almost probably giving it more of a benefit of the doubt that it probably that it likely deserved, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't, it's not like it's, it's not a war crime. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, I wanted to like it too, you know, like I was pushing to do it for the show, mm-hmm. you know, like I was like, oh, I really have, this has been on my list forever to play. It's a short game. It's going to fit well into the season because we need to play something that didn't require a lot of prepara- preparation when we're kind yeah. of on these double time and doing, you know, multiple games in a time that we usually do, you know, one. <laughs> Right. Um, so uh, my thought was, you know, this would this would make a yeah. lot of sense. And I remember kind of liking the demo, mm-hmm. um, but it just uh, you can you can do that thing where you take one tiny game idea and extend it out. You know, mm-hmm. like that's a lot of indie games are based on that. It's yeah. just not every tiny game idea is worth extending out. I think. Right. Yeah. And this and, is and one of those where, extending out isn't always a virtuous thing, right? Yeah. Like like extended out is not always better than. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, this would have been this would have been cooler as like just living as a flash game, mm-hmm. you know, that you can play and be like, Oh, that's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe somebody will expand upon that and do it in a, in a more interesting way. But yeah, I mean, part of it is a personal bias against like one hit deaths. Mm-hmm. Like people, I mean, this thing we, we talk about when we talk about difficult, like what we talk about when we talk about difficulty in dark souls, <laughs> the, my favorite Raymond Carver novel, um, is, uh, that the thing that can one shot you in dark souls is very rare. Right. Like if you, if you have full health, like you're very unlikely to get one shot. Yeah. Um, because I think one shotting is bad, like inherently like a bad game thing. Yeah. You know, like I want to be able to like my favorite games, let me make mistakes because through making mistakes is how you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel like it takes away the consequences for me. I don't feel like a game is neutered by allowing me to fuck up a couple times. Um, I think that's like almost a necessary thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and you can, you can gloss over that. Like again, like, Hotline Miami or or Super Hot, where like the idea is like yes, you die in one hit, you can't make these mistakes, but it's so fast to try again. It may as well have not even happened. Like right. getting killed in Hotline Miami is the same thing as taking a hit in Ninja Gaiden, as far as the the actual cost and your time and your mm-hmm. your patience. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just like it's it's good to be able to bounce back from something. I, that's what I want. Like, I yeah. want to be able to, like, that's how you learn. And that's like the, you, you still get that satisfaction of the final perfect run. And it's mm-hmm. not marred by the fact that you didn't do it, you know, uh, in, in, in one shot, at least not for me. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite, like Dark Souls moments are where I got through it barely. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, I had no right to get through this, but I lucked out and that can feel mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. You know, because of this here, it's like, I, I lucked out <laughs> on all of these. It just took me a gillion goddamn tries. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Um, it will- didn't work for me. I will say there, there, like there were moments where it felt really good, like where the just it was it was a dopamine flood when you when mm-hmm. you when you get that one narrow shot like that for me like when that happened a handful of times like hey that's pretty cool. If this game was more than five hours, I probably would have uh, vetoed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it's kind of like yeah this, uh, but looking at looking at it and seeing that it was such a small slight investment, it was kind of like yeah let's let, 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 let's do it. But like yeah, it, man. Man, oh man! If this was longer, it would not have been uh, no tenable. No, and and for me, I mean, it didn't feel like it was. It was just that it was too long. It just it wasn't. I mean, there, yeah. there's some of that, but it also just like I don't think this was ever going to work for me. Yeah. Maybe it works for you, and that's great. Yep. Um, I wouldn't take that away from you if I could. 
Um, I'm glad, and I wish the people who made it all the luck in the world. I don't think they're inherently bad game designers. I just yeah. think that this uh, this game doesn't work. Right. Um, yes, but we. Uh, what do you think? Um, <laughs> we have some responses. We're going to roll into this uh, episode. Yep. Because uh, we're not going to do an extra episode. So I'll, I'll go ahead and get started here with David. Um, David says via contact. Gameplay-wise, I thought the game was solid. Figuring out that what you needed to do and how to execute it uh, was a solid loop that more or less kept me satisfied throughout the game. I only wish the run-up to the bosses was a little shorter. In a world with no enemies but the bosses, I would have preferred to just have respawned at the boss's door. Also, hard, hard mode can shoot itself. That was brutal. Lore-wise, I thought this did a good job of crafting a neat little story. Accented by being able to see all the bosses' names once you earned the truth for some extra flavor, plus the three speeches by the first soul. In case it isn't brought up, he says three different things depending on when you go to him with no kills, before the soul boss, and after. Uh, it creates a nice little world if you want to look for it. Yeah. I only got the one dialogue because I didn't play this game more than one time. Um, and I yeah. saw I saw two dialogues, one for uh, hard mode or one for, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder how you go to him with no kills. Like I wonder I, if like, in New Game Plus you can just walk directly to the soul? Possibly. Or maybe you start after the tutorial or maybe the tutorial bosses don't count. Okay, maybe yeah. uh, man is the real monster. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the wiki only gave us kind of those two interpretations that I saw. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but naturally, just playing it normal, uh, getting to him after killing a good number of the of the uh, uh, bosses was just the hey, how dare you? Where, yeah. where the fuck do you get off? Yeah. How yeah. where? How dare you? <laughs> Um, so uh, I'm going to butcher this name again. I know you've written in several times. I should know by now, but Chian or Kian um, writes in via contact saying, um, I found this game extremely frustrating. If I had to pick a specific reason, I would say that it is because the windows for each boss's weaknesses are too small. As Gary has mentioned on a number of other games, it is very annoying when you figure out uh, what you have to do long before you are actually able to do it. I won't go on too long about this, but I just want to say that I was only able to beat the Archer Knight because I found a safe spot in the arena, and I'm pretty, pretty positive that I beat the Soul through sheer luck. Um, Titan Souls is easily one of the worst games that I've ever pushed myself through. Oh well, one more month till Dark Souls 3. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not, for me, it's not one of the worst games I've I've played. Yeah. But it is not, uh, I'm not super into it. Mm-hmm. As 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 uh, elaborated, um, he also uh, mentions a real. I didn't know about this game, uh, Neo. Yeah, is coming out, which I guess is uh, supposed to have some Souls DNA in it. Uh, take a look at it; it should be legally actionable. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so this was this was announced at the uh, the PlayStation Experience toward the end of last year. I didn't okay. know about it either. A lot of people have uh, uh, been bringing it to my attention, like either on Twitter or just kind of bringing it up ambiently as another Souls alike. Uh, it is developed by Team Ninja, uh, the Ninja Gaiden people. Mm -hmm. um, and if you take a look at it, it is kind of like set in a samurai world. Think of like Onimusha played like a Souls game. Okay. Um, Hopefully it, it'll have all of the lore implications and gameplay that I expect from Other M. <laughs> That's Team Ninja 2, right? Yes. Okay. Um, um, although the story was uh, was Nintendo um, uh, yes. in that one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, it, it looks, I mean, it looks fine. Like, it, it, I, I I look at it and I think, huh, that could probably be another Lords of the Fallen situation. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious because, like, I like Ninja Gaiden, like the 3D ones. Like, those are mm -hmm. those are fun, like, really demanding character, character action kind of games. Um, this looks a little bit slower, a little bit more kind of deliberate than that. Mm -hmm. And the visual style is pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's not one of the situations where I'm like, gotta get my hopes up that this is the next successor. Yeah. I, I have not seen that. Uh, and I haven't actually played, uh, the Ninja Gaiden games either. So 
I'm not totally sure. They're okay. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I mean, I believe it. It's not for lack of like interest. I had never played them. I just never got around to it. Yeah. Um, at some point, we'll get around to talking about the end of the show. I think that we're both <laughs> just kind of uh, not talking about it on the air that much because you know. Bloodborne 2 might get announced. Right. And then yeah. just make us, you know, seem like idiots. Um, <laughs> but the you know, the the thing I, I keep saying and, and is true is that we're not gonna end on a weird like we're gonna take no risk that involve us ending on Lord of the Fallen, <laughs> like the Lords of the Fallen situation. Yeah. So as much as sugar as I've talked about Lords of the Fallen in this episode, <laughs> uh, that's that's not gonna be the thing we go out on. No, we've we've so, we've discussed our plan. Like we've discussed what happens when we both turn the keys um on other yeah. side of the submarine. And, um, and and what that is, what that means is that there are going to be some souls alikes, mm-hmm. things that come out that don't get covered on the show. Um, but that's going to have to be okay because yep. we can't just, uh, we, like, it'd be, it'd be just sad to keep the show running just to cover whenever an indie game came out that had a souls mechanic. <laughs> right. You know, like we have other plans for other stuff to do if the show does indeed end. Um, and we recognize that like, you know, there, there are people who listen to the show who are just like in Dark Souls yeah. who don't follow us on other stuff. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. And, but that's okay. Yeah, because um, the 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 alternative to get around it is not acceptable. You know, <laughs> like the the version of this show that just kind of like yeah. runs in its tracks and and putters for years and years uh, is just uh, not. It's like, not. It's not something I'm interested in doing. Yeah, totally. Not worth our time. Like not in a mean way. Like it's I we lo- I love doing the show, mm-hmm. but just kind of like cover like just being on Souls of like watch. You know, <laughs> forever. Like we you know we like other games. Like we mm-hmm. you know this is part of a whole whole podcast thing. Yeah. Um. So uh, that won't happen. Right. So I think that there, it's probably pretty safe to say that we will get the next major crop of mm-hmm. uh, of of Souls alikes. Um. Possibly um like Eternal Ring or something like another old From game. Mm-hmm. But it, you know there's going to be some stuff we're going to miss, and Neo might end up being one of those. Or Neo is it? I guess that's uh, how you say it. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's supposed to sound a little bit like Chinese, possibly. Yeah. 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 Neo. Oh. Um, there's a so that might be something that ends up we might get it, we might not. I mean, I'll check it out regardless, even if it's not for the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I'm still interested in games that are like this. But, yeah. you know, just we, like we have other ideas for other shows and we're moving on some of them right now. But, like, this is a big time commitment to do. And, you know, sometimes you need to know when to uh, when to call it quits. Yeah. And and when from calls it quits seems like a really good, <laughs> you know, uh, kind of metric for that, yeah. I think. But, you know, that said, I would be way happier if they decide not to do that. Right. Like, like if. if, if, if <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. If, if I have my choice, or even if they do something like, what if From decides to take kind of their design philosophy into a side-scrolling game? Mm-hmm. Like I'm all over that, and we'll we'll cover it. You yeah, know? yeah. But like From like, is at the center of it. Yeah, exactly. Like From is is the magic touch, and the more I play these games that kind of, uh, you know, kind of are inspired by yeah. and are related to, that is, you know, I'm I've been critical of that auteur kind of like Miyazaki touch thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't think it's necessarily Miyazaki touch. I think that it is like. It, it's a the, huge it's a team that like knows what the fuck they're doing with this stuff it's it's the studio's ethos and that's that's a little bit why i asked that question at the beginning which is like has there been one that yeah is that like that that, that that has been successful at, at that because i mean the thing like uh shadow tower abyss is more successful at feeling like souls than dark mm-hmm. mouse which is taking you know copying the entire control scheme right from souls you know like it is or or even to shadow tower one you know, like it right. would be, I'm more interested in, in like the, the, the studio is the magic ingredient, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes yeah. as much sense as anything, because otherwise, like it sprawls out and becomes untenable in a way that yeah. I'm not really comfortable with. Yeah. And eventually we're doing, you know, uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of a really outlandish example, but the outlandish <laughs> examples that came to mind were things that like it wouldn't be that outlandish to do. <laughs> but it, you, you play enough degrees of separation, everything will connect back to souls. Like there's that yeah. Twitter that like it's like Dark Souls. 
<laughs> Twitter, which is just incredible because the comparisons people make is like the last Mario and Luigi game. They're like, it's like the Mario, it's the Dark Souls of, you know, the Mario Jesus. and Luigi RPGs. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> the, the, this is just, it's become a new cliche. Yeah. And yeah. trust me, I understand using Dark Souls as a cliche. We do it all the time. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, hopefully our comparisons to things are like Dark Souls actually are like Dark Souls and yeah. not aren't papers, <laughs> paper sticker saga or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. So thanks for uh, listening to this. I, I understand like this has been more negative than we generally are in this show. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like, I feel like all of that is there um, on the page. And, uh, and yeah, uh, we're coming up on some cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, there, there, are, there are Lords of the Fallen moments that were this negative. Mm-hmm. Like the show has not been. And there, we did that Chalice Dungeon episode. Like, we're, <laughs> we're negative from time to time. Yeah. Um, I might like Titan Souls more than I like the Chalice Dungeons. <laughs> Oh, um, definitely. Oh, my God, yeah. Gary. Yeah. Like, yeah, because they, that, that's saying something. Somebody on Twitter asked me whether I like it more than Soul Reaver. And it's like, no, it's better than Soul Reaver. Um, <laughs> you know, it's got that going for it. Uh, like, so it's just, uh, you know, it's not a it's not a dumpster fire. It's just a dumpster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which serves a useful purpose. You can put some yeah. bricks in there if you want. Yeah, I can, I can put uh, rotting food that I don't want anymore inside <laughs> you, Titan Souls. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um, what are we doing next time, Cole? Well, Gary, next time we are doing uh, another kind of special uh, transmedia episode about uh, um, the the Souls of Darkness book that you wrote, and also <laughs> uh, the Labyrinth, which is a game yes. that uh, the or, or sorry, a, a movie that uh, that inspired said book written by you. Yeah, and parts of it look like the Chalice Dungeons. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's the connection. Um, it is tenuous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it, the reason why we're doing that is because it ended up timing out right to give us the perfect amount of time to cover uh, Shadow Tower Abyss. Yes. Which I already mentioned. And if you have not played it, it's phenomenal. It's really and good. It's really good. It feels way like I love Shadow Tower. This feels like a lot more like a first-person Dark Souls. Yeah. Even more so than the Ancient City, I think. <laughs> um, or a first-person Bloodborne, given that there are guns and fedoras and stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So we haven't decided on what the split is going to be for that, um, just because uh, I'm, I'm not far enough in, into it to make that call. Um, mm-hmm. And Gary, I don't know if you are either. I'm- um, but uh, it's going to be uh, kind of like the Shadow Tower um, series. It's going to be two regular episodes um, and then uh, an appendix. So uh, we'll try and put out a call when we know we're going to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, writing in about Abyss sooner rather than later is going to be good. If you can't experience Abyss for yourself because, you know, PS2 emulation is tricky, um, mm-hmm. our friend Allison is actually doing a, a Let's Play series. Uh, that mm-hmm. Gary, could you uh, be so kind as, as to put that into the uh, the show notes? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's annotated, and she's doing a really good job of uh, of kind of like getting across what's uh, what's cool and weird about this. Yeah, and 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 give it a shot. Like try to play it. I think. I mean, we we said that about Shadow Tower. We said that about the Ancient City. And some people are probably sick of us, you know, <laughs> saying that. But like this, it's it's really good. Like it it is it is atmospheric and cool and looks good and feels good. The combat is like for a first person combat engine mm-hmm. for this thing. It actually does a lot of neat shit. Like you have a lot of different sword swipes mm-hmm. or like melee swipes and you can dismember enemies according to those. Like it's really cool. Yeah. A lot of cool shit in here. So um, worth your time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, right after that, we're going to start getting right into Dark Souls 3 with one episode about our first impressions. And then we're going to jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that extra time is going to give us uh, time to beat it and also to start lining up guests. Yeah. So um, I've said this before um, and a lot of people have already come out with this stuff. If you have guest suggestions... Send them my way. Um, if those people don't show up on the show, it might not be because, uh, you know, I don't want them there. Mm-hmm. They might just be too busy. So uh, yeah. I've heard, you know, there are a couple, there's a, a short list of people that get suggested over and over yeah. um, that I would like to try to get on the show um, that may not happen. But I'm also interested in people I don't know. Right. 
Um, and 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 uh, real quick, like a uh, uh, guiding principle there, like uh, people would be good fits too. Like, yeah, people who like Dark Souls <laughs> is good, but also people you think would get along with me and Cole is a good. We, when, when we're having fun, I think it makes a better episode. Yeah, I I, so. I definitely agree. Um, yeah, if you, uh, if you like the show, uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash duck TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing. Yeah. Um, if you want to find out about stuff that's going on on the network, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash news. I put out a weekly update, uh, every Friday, uh, where you can check out either new releases or kind of, uh, new, uh, just kind of, I don't know, opportunities is a real douchey word to say it. Uh, but it's kind of like the, the, the things that are happening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ratings, reviews on iTunes are always appreciated. Yeah. Um, um, if you are going to be buying, if you have not pre-ordered your copy of Dark Souls 3 or the uh, various strategy guides yet, uh, please use our link at amazon.com slash, or sorry, at duckfeed.tv slash tip jar. Um, and, uh, and we will uh, go ahead and uh, get a, a small little portion of that. It's a, mm-hmm. It goes a long way towards helping us uh, kind of fund things over here. Yeah. And that goes for any major release you're looking to buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you guys very much. Um, and we know this is kind of a weird episode, but we'll be back uh, next week with another weird episode and then back with something more traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for listening. And until next time, what should they watch out for? Cool. Um, they should watch out for like anything brushing up against you whatsoever. Yeah. Don't touch anything that's cold. Yeah. Umbasa. Because you'll die. <laughs> Umbersa. <laughs> <laughs>